You are now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, discussing everything fascinating about the world of paid companionship. And now, here is your sexy host, Exotic Vivian. I'm back. Hey guys, welcome to episode 93 of The Sexy Escort Guide podcast. I am your host, Chantal Etoile, just for today though. And I'm here with my lovely former co-host. Welcome back, Vivian. <laughs> now you know you just hurt some people's feelings. All of your little fans are like, what? Did she come back? And you're like, don't be ridiculous. I'm still on vacation. <laughs> Listen, I know. I still get DMs. I feel so bad. <laughs> I'll get a DM and somebody like just like a newbie just discovered the show. I know. They're like, oh my God, I love you guys. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And then like the next week, like, I just found out that you left. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> couple years now, guys. Yeah. Wait, when did you officially bounce? It was definitely before the pandemic. So it was 2019. I think it was 2019. Yeah. You know what? I think it's great that people are starting from the beginning so that they can learn business. Jump into like episode 91, then you're going to be like reaching out. Like I have questions that have probably been answered out of 90 something episodes. They've been answered already. So I am glad that people are starting from the beginning, but I am back for this one episode. Yep. Starting 2022. Yes. Anytime. You're welcome. Anytime, obviously. And yes, I still get emails from newbies thanking us for the show. So we did a good thing. I'm glad that everybody is still enjoying the fruits of our labor so that's always good but no welcome back ish thank you thank you <laughs> how are you what's new with you what's good what's really good oh man i'm i don't know what's new with me i guess it's just two and a half years a lot of things are... i mean give us the highlights what's happened so far uh, i've just been traveling renovating just doing so much man it's been a wild two years. I cannot complain. It's been amazing. You know, then the pandemic happened. I was going to say, how was your 2020? <laughs> what a shit show of a year. Only to find out that none of it ever mattered. <laughs> Other than the pandemic, actually, it was a really good year for me. It was too for me. Ayo. I was up in the mountains. I, I know every, most people have seen the picture of my ass shot in the mountains. I was in the mountains when, you know, the pandemic, they were discussing if they were going to shut things down. I'm just like in the mountains with my lover at the time. And, you know, we were just kind of like removed from everything in the world. So I left this peace and serenity and I came back to just total chaos. I just like, bookings went through the roof i guess everybody was lonely yeah because and they couldn't see any new people because everybody was scared which is why i always say regulars matter yes you know have a few regulars on your team and that's always good so i was i was pretty booked and busy 2020 and honestly i have to say that i kind of miss 2020 because of the peace and quiet 
Oh my God. I don't know how to explain it, but I just felt like everyone slowed the fuck down. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was great. I did move to Orlando, so I'm living in Orlando now, and I hate the airport in Orlando. I saw the new digs. Yeah, so I live in Orlando, but I still have my end call in Tampa. So I'm like, I work both places, kind of back and forth. You know, I still keep thinking they're the same place, but... <laughs> Two hours apart. <laughs> you know, it's like I have certain days that I'll, like, I'll split my time between the two places. And I'll have people, like, I'm like, hey, I'm in Tampa this day. Like, oh, you can't just pop up to Orlando. And I'm like, no, you try sitting in traffic on I-4 for two hours. I don't know why I thought it was like 45 minutes or something. I don't no. know. No. <laughs> people think that. And I'm like, then you get, when you, as soon as you get, you know, traffic or an accident, it's immediately like two and a half hour drive. Yeah, because you only have the one way. Yeah, I don't like driving during certain times of the day because I know there's guaranteed to be an accident in traffic. I only either leave at night or early in the morning and we all know I'm not a morning person. And I don't like driving at all. So if I can avoid it, I always do. Uh, they don't have like a helicopter service. Right? Or honestly, teleportation. Like, fuck the chopper. I mean, I don't know if we're ever going to get there. Let but... me go ahead and teleport to wherever I need to be in the world. Like, that would definitely make my life easier. I even thought about, like, I should be like Amy Taylor. Get my pilot's license so that I could, like, fly a plane from here to there. But I was like, even the private airports where the planes are, those are even too far. So I'm like, I don't know. I just, I'll do, I'll keep doing what I do. For the gods out there that you don't believe in teleportation, please. Thank you. But yeah, just so much has changed. I only wear my natural hair now. No more wigs. I don't even straighten my hair anymore. You know, girls will message me, ask me, you know, what kind of advice can you give me? And I tell them just, you know, be as close to your authentic self as possible. Because once I just like, you know, let go of like being nervous about being natural, the clients that I get are so much better. They actually like black women instead of like a whitewashed version of a black woman. <laughs> so they love my natural hair. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's hot in Florida. Like some days my hair will be a little frizzy and they're like, oh my God, you're like a goddess. So I'm like, there's another girl that went natural, too, and she says she's loving it as well. Ooh, I want to connect with her. Okay, well, <laughs> I want to connect with her so we can be, like, natural hair goddesses together. I don't even think she's a hoe anymore. I think she's strictly only fans now, but who knows? Oh, well, still, I'd love to connect with her because, you know, we can share hair tips. <laughs> yeah, we know you're obsessed with the hair. <laughs> Listen. And I'm still forever a wig queen, so, haha. Well, my hair now is so long, I can't, it, my hair doesn't fit in wigs anymore. It's just like literally impossible. So yeah, maybe when mine gets to your length, then I can think about not wearing wigs, but I just don't see that happening. <laughs> it's just too easy. I just, I cannot be bothered with my fucking hair. As a black person, a lot of time on you it. know how the, exactly, you know exactly the type of time that it takes to get your hair to do what it needs to do. The time and the dedication. And I just don't have it. I've started slowly switching over all of my pictures to my natural hair. 
and it's just, it's just like unleashing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with variety. Like, oh god, no, but it's just like unleashing like this next level of Chantal. You know, with my natural hair. So I'm really enjoying this journey right now. Like, I know a girl that she's bald. Well, bald as in very short hair court, like Grace Jones. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, she would throw on that wig, and it's like, whoa, it's a new person. That's like my friend in Nashville, Milo Sky. Oh, yeah. she. I've never seen her with a wig, though. Oh, she. if you look at her Instagram, she has a wig. Uh, once in a while not all the time but oh okay i mean she's absolutely stunning she doesn't need a wig but she was sending me pictures like while she was going through healing it's like they look great she even shared her doctor with me so i don't know we'll see i love her i'm still happy with my boobs though just in case i decide i want to do something else you know i think it's not getting mine done this year really what are you gonna do reduce them <laughs> like <laughs> what know, Neck is really starting to hurt. I'm not going to lie. Please tell me you're not going to get it bigger. <laughs> me bigger? Dear God, no, I can't handle it. No, I think I might get a breast lift. So, but you're not doing anything but lifting it up. You're not shrinking it, nothing. No, I, I think I want to keep the size. They're really starting to get in the way of yoga. Nah. <laughs> so, like, and golf, apparently. Like golf. No, seriously. So I'm like, I'm trying to do like, uh, like peacock pose and stuff, and I'm like having to smash my boobs and like, like lift them around, and it's just getting to be a lot. So. Life is so hard. A pretty girl <laughs> with big tits. Please don't. She's the last person you want to feel bad for. <laughs> don't feel bad for me. I have quite a blessed life, so. Quite happy, but what's what's new with you? I mean, you know, I'm doing everything. I'm back on 100, which, as I said, I missed 2020. I, I had to slow down for a bit, you know, take care of my health. Finally getting some answers with that stuff. But now that I'm getting the answers, I'm like getting back into 100. My doctor's like, you know, you really should take some more time to yourself. <laughs> I'm like, But that's it. You have to figure out that whole balance thing because you can't always go away for 10 years like Dave Chappelle whenever you're feeling a, a breakdown coming through because you got to manage it so it doesn't get to that point. Well, it's not even like, it's not even a breakdown. It's just like managing um, stress. I, you know. Yeah, you just, just have to keep, Figure it. I mean, at least you're seeing somebody to help you out with that. Oh, I'm seeing a whole fucking team of doctors, man. I have this tumor on my pituitary gland. So, yeah. So, non life threatening or anything like that, but it is serious chaos on my health. So, I found it. We're working on it, you know, getting it under, getting it managed. So, is it the tumor that's causing the stress, or are you just stressed that you have a tumor? Maybe stress helps cause it. I don't know, but it's doing a number on like my hormones and stuff. So I've been going to like doctors to, you know, because I don't want it to get bigger. It's in my head. You know, it could cause blindness if it gets too big. So that's what I've been working on like for about a year now. Damn, now everybody's going to feel sad on this show. (laughs) (laughs) No, everything's Everything's good. Okay, okay. Just checking. I have an answer. I'm not like, it's not like a death sentence or anything. I just have to like, you know, have this balance of like managing stress so that it doesn't 
create more problems. But you know, life is life is getting there. I've been I did miss twenty twenty. I relaxed a lot more. I did a lot of hiking in twenty twenty. I just like the fact that I didn't feel like there was something that I needed to go do. Like, and then it's, you know, what's funny. A lot of people were going stir crazy because they can't be by themselves. I loved it. Like, <laughs> cause it was like, oh my God, I can literally just hang out by myself. Of course I saw some clients too, but like, I didn't have to like worry about doing this or doing that. It was amazing. I was down to, because I, you know, when it all first started, nobody knew, you know, how it spread and, you know, all the quarantine. I was like, listen, I can't stop working 100% because a bitch still has to make her money, you know. But I was, you know, I will see one client a week. And then I gave like seven days in between clients. And I was like, if I'm going to get sick, it's definitely going to be within the first seven days. So, but, you know, that's how I did it. So it was, it was nice to kind of like, I was still making money because I was only doing longer dates during that time. I was like, I'm not wasting my one client a week on an hour date. So I was doing like mostly like six hour and overnight dates. And it was just really nice to just kind of like really slow down. And I started doing a lot more yoga, started studying yoga. And then I was, you know, getting fly me to use to go on hiking dates and, you know, just because we were coming up with things that we could do that wasn't just like trapped doors, but then we could still be away from other people. And I love hiking. I fell in love with hiking. And now I am trying to plan like a cross country trip to go hiking. Only you would discover something you love and decide to go ham. <laughs> now you want to do cross country hiking? Oh, Lord. Listen, I am, I am going to do a cross-country road trip in a van. Are you also going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro? No. <laughs> that's, that's cold, and I don't know if you remember. I don't like being that cold. Are you still vegan? I am, of course. Okay, all right. So you didn't fall off the wagon during the pandemic. Good for you. It'll be 12 years in March. Okay. I, I'm not going back. Go I'm vegan, back, go yeah. vegan, go. Definitely not fall off the bandwagon when they're like, oh, you're healthy, you know, you need to eat healthy. Well, I mean, there are a lot of people that turn to baking and all that stuff. So I don't know. Well, I had turned to baking right before COVID hit. So I stopped baking because I didn't want people to think that I did the bacons because of COVID. Because I'm like, no, no, no. Like I was baking bread before that. I have bread maker, but I haven't touched it. I should probably whip it out. <laughs> After your cross-country uh, hike? No, before. <laughs> this isn't going to happen until, like, next year because I still... It's January! Well, I still have to find a van. I still have to find a van to purchase. Oh, and then I have, to build, I have to build out the van. It's going to take some months. And finding vans right now is very hard. So if anybody out there is listening, if you come across a Ford Transit extended high roof, 350 with at least a 10,000 payload. Please reach out to me because I'm ready to buy it like right now. Text me all those things because my mechanic is good at finding stuff. Okay. And I, but I need a new one. Like I want it new because I've been on having it for like 10 to 15 years. I mean, what if it's like a year old? Well, yeah, that's fine. I could do a year old. People keep sending me stuff that has like 150,000 miles because they, they do run up to like 400,000 miles. And I'm like, yeah, but that's going to give me like 
you know, one good round trip from Florida to California and back. I wonder if you can rent it. I don't want to rent it. I want my own. Well, excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> uh, like, you know, it's just like using the toilet after somebody else. Like, I mean, but you do it all the time at restaurants and the airplane. But it's so different in the van <laughs> where it's like, it's like an RV toilet. And then the, usually the ones that you rent have like a black water system. And I'm not going to get into all these gross details. I ain't trying to deal with all that. So I need to build up my own van so that I have it exactly the way that I want it. So I can go hiking and just, you know, hit all these little towns with all these great waterfalls. Oh, waterfalls. Amazing. Shit. I just found out there's a nice waterfall here in Florida. So maybe you can start there. But it's not like a hike hike. I mean, it's not a hike, but it's a waterfall. We don't have elevation here. Still a waterfall. No, I like I like to work for it. Like I like to go hike for like an hour or two to get to the waterfall. And then I get to the waterfall and I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Because <laughs> then your ass is tired and you need a rest before you come back down. Although the trek down should be better. Actually the trek down is like it's worse because well, it's easy, but then like the impact like on your joints and stuff, I'm like, you know, when you're coming down, you're just banging those rocks, man. You know, it's cool. Like, I got my hiking boots. Like, I got, like, serious hiking gear. Like, this is no joke. Like, I got, like, all the hiking gear. I'm not prepared to, like, spend a night or anything, like, out in the woods. Like, I'm, I'm not. That's a bit much. <laughs> I'll spend the night in my van, you know, with my cupboards, my heater, AC, my shower, TV, all that good stuff. I'll do that, but I'm not sleeping outside. No, I'm not that level of nature. (laughs) But you know what, though? I have to say that a lot of my clients surprised me during 2020 because they came with the money. Like, hey, don't know if you need anything, but here you go. And I'm like, wow. So shout out to you guys. You're the MVPs. Absolutely. But no, what's new with me? I mean, same old, same old. I'm doing a lot of shit, <laughs> as always. As always. I have a few pots cooking this year, um, investments-wise. So I'm, you know, I'm excited to really get into it. But I can't talk about it on the show because, you know, incognito. But yeah, let's jump into the show. We haven't done a news segment in a minute. So what's in the news? But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by our diamond sponsor, Companion Tax and Accounting Services. You've heard us interview the owner, Mary Lee, on episodes 7, 36, and 58. Companion Tax really knows their stuff, and I, Vivian, can personally vouch for them. They are the professionals you need to hire to handle all of your tax accounting and business needs. Companion Tax was created specifically with us companions in mind. It doesn't get any more niche than that. They have been in business since 2011 and have become a leading resource for the community. Although based in South Florida, they are licensed in all states. You can visit them at companiontax.com and fill out the new client information form to get started and take charge of your financial future. Oh my God, guys, this, I was reading over this article before we started the recording. And ah, 
I feel I feel a rant coming on, so let me, let me get into it. Okay, and this is new news from 18th of this year. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, but this this is spanning over 30 years. But the article was just yeah, because she just sued them on January 18th. So a second woman sues the King County claiming deputies failed to protect her during prostitution probe in 1990s. So we're going all the way back to the 90s when I was a little bitty kid, okay? A 44-year-old woman has sued King County, contending that as a teenage runaway nearly 30 years ago, sheriff's deputies investigating a prostitution ring knew she and other girls were being trafficked for sex by operators of a federal wave massage parlor, but failed to, quote, exercise even the slightest care, unquote, to remove or protect her. Instead, deputies continued to conduct an undercover investigation for months before authorities ultimately sought to arrest and charge Michael Larry Landry and Rochelle King for promoting prostitution in 1994, the lawsuit says. The woman alleges she remained captive, beaten, raped, and forced to sell herself for sex at the Golden Touch Massage Parlor until she escaped from the couple's home in Bellevue. In the decades since, the woman has suffered deep emotional trauma, struggled with drug addiction, and returned to prostitution to support herself at times, according to her lawsuit and a deposition she gave last year. R.M. is the name she is going by, is the second woman to sue King County since 2020 over sheriff deputies' handling of the undercover probe that spanned from late 1992 to mid-1994 into Landry and King's prostitution enterprise, which was run largely through Golden Touch and other massage parlors and escort services. Last year, the county agreed to pay $3.5 million to settle a lawsuit of a 45-year-old woman identified only as M.T., who as a teenager in 1993 was going to ride to and drop off at the Golden Touch massage parlor by an undercover detective record show what the fuck yo (laughs) landry and king later forced mt into the sex trade quote practice was just to leave these girls and women who were being victimized in there while they kept investigating unquote said attorney lincoln beergard who with lawyer evan fuller represents both women you had cops going in there Okay, <laughs> let me read this again because I'm just like flabbergasted every time I get to this part. Cops going in there getting massages from teenage girls while already having this business under surveillance for months, your guard said. They should have busted the place and stopped this, but they let her and others be pimped out for months while they kept working the case. I am so disgusted right now. I mean, whatever happened to using their undercover cops to do this? But they know the the women will not go for it. Because shit, they use that in to catch a predator. So how does that not make those undercover cops pedos? It 100% does. You're still getting sexual services from a child. Like, we're not going to sit here and call them teenagers, underage workers. No. They were still children. And you were like, oh, it's okay. I was undercover. No, the fuck it's not. You're gross. They should be all uh, prosecuted, by the way. Whoever is married to these men, you're disgusting for sticking with them. They probably beat their wives, too. Who fucking knows? 
do something. I don't know. This is disgusting. Oh my God, I can't believe I have to continue on. <laughs> but the people have to know this is a pretty big case. Okay, so a year ago, RM, then a witness in T's case. Are we keeping up the initials here? Well, the girls don't want to use their real names. They're not using their real names, so I totally understand. But RM was a witness in MT's case. She told prosecutors during a deposition that she was introducing the Landry and King by a woman from her neighborhood about the time she turned 16 in 1993. This is giving me some definitely Epstein vibes, you know what I'm saying? By then, she had dropped out of high school and run away from home, she said. Then took her to his home in Bellevue, and he and King told her she could live and work there as a nanny for their three kids, she said. RM said she did cook for and watch a couple's kids, but Landry and King also forced her to work in the massage parlor and go on escort calls. The couple took all the money she was paid, she said. I hope these people are rotting under a cell. The couple wouldn't let her leave, restricted her to certain parts of the home, kept her away from telephones, and threatened her, she said. Landry, quote, kept a baseball bat in his room and basically would just tell me, don't think about leaving or talking, unquote. One night in about March 1994, RM said she secretly made a phone call to an old friend who showed up in his car late that night after the couple went to sleep. He helped her escape. All the while, RM was held captive. The record showed deputies had been investigating King and Landry, surveilling them at the massage parlor and elsewhere, and knew they were sexually exploiting girls as prostitutes in her lawsuit tent. After she escaped, RM said she initially returned to live with her mom, went to cosmetology school, and tried to rebuild my life and pretend like it didn't happen. But she said she soon fell back into drug use and answered an ad to work as an escort because I feel like that was what I was worth. That just broke my heart. Oh, God. She moved around the country working in the sex industry on and off for several years and served three prison terms for drug and drug-related offenses, she said. Notice she didn't serve prison terms for prostitution, but go on. Because that would have came crumbling down on them, right? During her last stint, she joined a peer lexing group for trafficking survivors and has since received about five years of intense trauma therapy, she said. Now, a married mother... RM last year was working as a licensed cosmetologist. She's been sober for eight years and is a devoted Christian, she said. I am just, oh my fucking God. <sighs> okay, let me just say how I'm just utterly fucking disgusted. How long do you need to surveil? I mean, like, usually the point of extended surveillance like this is because you need hardcore evidence that they're doing and usually it's related to drugs not prostitution i get it when you're trying to like land like you know the kingpins and everything like that so you know it takes you know months or even years but it doesn't involve you fucking or sucking anybody <laughs> it's fucking child oh my goodness you guys literally participated, participated in these girls' abuse. People wonder why I don't fucking trust us. Look at the grimy shit they do. They can all go fuck themselves. There's a reason why a lot of people are not fond of police officers. This shit is utterly disgusting. I hope all the girls eventually come out and sue this county and dry them. Bankrupt the whole fucking city. I don't even bankrupt the city. The entire city. I don't give a fuck. Everybody needs to go do it. 
whoever was rounded up and arrested during that scene and whether they were underage or not, I mean, obviously they were not running a very good place. It sounds like most of the women there were forced to work there. Yeah, it sounds like they only had women working there that they could control. Why would you not, like, end that shit sooner? All it took was to see one underage girl there to shut that whole operation down. They received services, like, it's part of their undercover thing. You're fucking gross. And then, like, we're helping you. No, the fuck you're not. Get the fuck out of here, dude. You know what this made me think of? The Robert Kraft case. Yes. Notice how they just came in there, guns blazing, and busted it very quickly, even though nobody there was underage or being trafficked. At all. But they were like, oh, shit, we got Robert Kraft, bust, bust, done. And he beat the case, by the way. So they basically wasted taxpayers' dollars to try to fight it. But then they want us, consensual sex workers, you know, not trafficked people. Yeah, but I'm just saying, they quickly busted that once they realized what was going on they didn't wait for years they only do that when it's with people who choose to do this job but when it's actual traffic victims not traffic sex workers because there's a difference between sex workers and people who are sex trafficked it seems like they take their precious time to save the people who are actually being trafficked but the people who aren't we need to save you from this life that you like, no, I'm enjoying the life that I chose. Please go help the women who do not want to do this job. They're the ones that need help. But instead, you want to waste your time with adults who chose to go into this industry. I left the whole accounting career to do this industry, and then people are still trying to fucking save me. I'm like, um, it's been a little minute. It's been a minute that I've been Chantal. You know what I'm saying? I don't need you to save me. You can save me by adding money to my bank account. That's about it. Ugh, I can't believe you made me read that story. Oh my God, I wanted to. Oh, I'm so grossed out, man. I mean, you know, it kind of had to be done. I actually interviewed a companion, episode 64, who was sex trafficked, but now she's flourishing. She gets paid $1,000 an hour. Go listen to that episode. But she said the same thing, that when one of those weird groups that try to rescue you needed to rescue her when she actually needed rescuing. They didn't even do what the fuck they were supposed to do. Why are they out there? They're just out there because they're just trying to convert everybody to Christians. That's all they want. They want to feel good about saving victims. Yet they can't save the actual victims. Go sit down and let us real adults handle this shit. Exactly. Because if it were left up to us, we will round that whole shit up in the heartbeat. Absolutely. Because we choose to do this job. Nobody should be forced into this life. Nobody should be forced to do anything labor-wise that they don't want to do. Like, that's slavery. It is. I mean... Being forced to do a job that you don't want to do and you're not... I mean, I guess these girls are getting paid, but they don't even get the money. So, no. You're basically getting forced to do a job you don't want to do and you don't even get paid for it. What the fuck is that? They have to feed you to keep you alive. If they didn't have to feed you, they wouldn't do that either. And then the cops are like, well, you know what? I need to get a hand job from every single underage girl in here so I can be sure. Bitch, they're underage. What the fuck? But this is what your tax dollars is going to pay for, people. Oh, my God. My heart goes out to all these women. I hope they find the resolve that they need. 
and I hope that they get all the therapy. That- well, the one girl got paid. The first girl got paid $3.5 million. So hopefully the second girl gets paid too and, and more girls come forward. Today's episode is also sponsored by Mr. Old School Rider. I had the pleasure of being on his show recently, which I posted a snippet of on the show's IG page. His channel on YouTube and Instagram is called Mr. Old School Rider, and that's M-I-S-T-E-R, old, school is spelled S-K-O-O-L, and rider is spelled R-Y-D-E-R. And his Twitter handle is old underscore rider, which is also spelled R-Y-D-E-R. Mr. Old School Rider's channel covers everything from book reviews, business, cars, especially cars, fitness, mental health, self-improvement, and sex. Let's show him some support and get him a thousand subscriptions on his YouTube channel. Again, his YouTube is Mr. Old School Rider. Thanks so much to him for supporting the show. Next news article. This is January 13, 2022. Maryland assistant Bruce Shingler's 30-day suspension follows arrest on charges of soliciting a prostitute. (laughs) Prostitution whore. Anyways. That's from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Like I know. Earlier episodes when they were trying to call that one girl, who I actually uh, saw her in Palm Beach, by the way. She was with a rich dude, so she knows how to get her money. To come visit Palm Beach. You really do. The money is everywhere, honestly. There's money in Miami, too. And plus, a lot of money have come here since the pandemic, so it's great. I know. I know. Tampa, Tampa too. And I feel like I'm getting more millennials now and they're way less hassle because they're already used to being online so they don't have a problem filling out your form or sending a deposit it's like this is amazing anyways okay back to the (laughs) back to the article maryland basketball assistant bruce shingler's 30-day suspension which was announced by the school wednesday night came following an october arrest on charges of soliciting a prostitute according to the legal documents obtained by multiple media outlets shingler 40 is a Maryland native in his first season with the Terrapins, never heard of them, after spending five seasons as an assistant at South Carolina. When Maryland announced Shingler's suspension, it cited a violation of his employment agreement. Shingler allegedly responded to an advertisement posted by an undercover law enforcement officer on the Women Seeking Men page of a website. I'm trying to figure out what website this is because it's clearly not back page it has to be craigslist but didn't they take away their personals because of fossa sesta um i'm trying to figure out where what i'm surprised they didn't share the website because because i need to figure out what website that is anyways i've seen arrangements you know i did hear that there were some busts on there but like who has the time to go fishing through seeking arrangement to bust people I don't know, because, like, nobody is actually serious on there. I don't get it. Like, you would literally have to be like, okay, I want you to blow me for this much. And no bitch is going to say yes. Like, fuck you. Yeah, I hope not. I don't think so. I don't think so, because I feel like girls that are on seeking arrangement are trying to find a sugar daddy for real. And, you know, they have these pipe dreams that they're going to find, you know, a whale on there, which there are whales. I'm not going to lie, because I have found some. 
but they were whales that weren't trying to part with their money. So. <laughs> well, they're not trying to part with their money. They're not sugar daddies. <laughs> exactly. It's like you have all this wealth and you're going to try to offer me how much? Fuck you and your mother. Anywho, Shingler allegedly responded to an advertisement posted by an undercover law enforcement officer on the Women Seeking Men page of a website. He and the detective exchanged texts, agreeing to meet at a hotel in Largo, Maryland. Once at the hotel, police said Shingler agreed to pay $80 for sex before an arresting unit was alerted. He is set for a February 28th trial date. $80? Girl, that was the first thing. <laughs> first thing i saw I'm like uh, uh, uh you should have known that was a setup oh uh, no because i bet you he probably talked her down to 80 dollars. <laughs> you think so oh god then you deserve to be in jail <laughs> probably like a hundred dollars and he's like i got 80 and they're like okay yeah come anyway you know? oh no i'm actually tempted to go research what the demographic of Largo, Maryland is. Because Maryland is already borderline new to begin with. I've never heard of Largo, Maryland before. <laughs> I mean, I know there's a Largo in Florida and Key Largo in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's much nicer, I think. <laughs> never heard of Largo, Maryland. Where's a map when I need one? Yeah, I need to, I need, you know what, let me, I'm on my computer now, let me, because I can't, I have to research this and see. I mean, it's like way out there. Let's see. It is way out there. It's located within Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Like the cigarette? I mean, that doesn't really tell me anything. No, it doesn't. Oh, here we go. Estimated medium household income in 2019 was... 88,000. That's not terrible. That's above middle class average in the US. So, okay, maybe it wasn't a rundown motel. Who knows? Okay, but I'm just saying, like, he knows that he could have paid more. I mean, $80, though? Really? Are you proud? Are you proud to pay somebody $80 for sex? Like, what kind of sex do you think you're going to get? I'm not sure. And, you know, of course, this is nothing against girls who charge $80 or anything. Well, as you said, he probably talked her down. He probably talked her down. But I'm saying, like, Jesus, somebody is charging $80. At least offer them more. You know, I mean, to me, it's the equivalent of buying sushi at a gas station. What do you think is going to happen to you if you ate sushi from a gas station? <laughs> This just doesn't make any sense. Honestly, I don't feel bad for him. I mean, on one hand, they really need to stop targeting people, you know, with the whole soliciting thing and using it as their splish splash news. They really need to, to stop it. What is so unfair is that they always use the lower rates to do the things. Yeah, because they know they're going to attract more people. But that just makes it even tougher for providers out there, subjects them to even more violence because they can't screen because guys are like, oh no, what if you're a cop? They have to put up with a lot of bullshit because the cops decide, oh, we're just going to infiltrate and we're going to use a lower rate. It's just not fair. I really wish there was a way, you know, 
for hoes to help other hoes without being criminalized because you know they'll, they'll try to hit you with the oh pimping charges and all that stuff because honestly i just feel like the reason why a lot of the women that are charging under a hundred dollars are charging dart are a survival they're trying to figure it out but if only they had someone that can still help them negotiate even on the streets you don't have to turn into a, a hotel hoe if you don't want to but you should be able to command a little bit more like Inflation is real. It is. It is. <laughs> the price went up. Yesterday's price <laughs> is not today's price. Like it's not at all. But the thing is, they don't know, so they just do what they need to do, and they're surviving. Like they're trying to make ends meet. Yet the cops come in here, and ugh, I literally cannot. And it's not just the cops; it's also these dumbass men too. I mean, I get it. You know, people's income. He's a fucking a basketball coach for a popular school, apparently so popular that it made the news. So let's see. He is he's an assistant coach. He has enough money to afford more than eighty dollars. I'm sorry. I just know in my heart it was probably advertised at a hundred. You are right, or maybe one twenty five. Yeah, he's like, and then because you know how they try to get you with it. Oh, I have this much. I have because it still happens to us. It still happens to us who are quote unquote high end. They'll still try you with it. Well, I have two fifty. So what can I get for a hundred? Blocked. You can get blocked. <laughs> Access to my OnlyFans. Right. You know, I can mail you my spit. That's a fetish. You know, oh, that is. That is. I mean, there is a girl who is making money mailing her farts. So I know I saw that on the news and I was like, oh. now she was hospitalized for eating too many things. So that she- <laughs> I'm not keep shaming anybody. I'm just saying. So the point where you like have to be hospitalized because you're eating too many beans. Like I'm a vegan. I know beans are very healthy. They are healthy. But. <laughs> you can't overeat beans, man. Like people just be like are crazy with shit. I think if it happens naturally, then you're good. It's when you try to eat things to cause your body to do things, then that's a problem, you know. But hey, she gotta make those orders of farts. So <laughs> she gotta do what she gotta do. Sure, she's got plenty of guys that were like, "Oh, I know you're selling your jar of farts for this much, but." You think you can do it for like, you know, maybe I get a half a jar, you know? (laughs) Bitch is gas. It fills up the whole jar. (laughs) But no, this actually reminds me, you know how people say, if you can't afford to tip, don't go out to eat? Yes, this is true. This is true. And you you should not be trying to book hoes if you cannot afford it. If you cannot afford to pay them a livable wage, which I guess $80, you know, what is that going to do? Get you a night at a motel and some food? But still, no, you could do better. If you cannot afford to pay a hoe a livable wage. But as you said, he negotiated her down. (laughs) I believe you too, man, because he sounds like it. They're like, okay, fine, I can do 80. And then his ass walked right into the sink. That's what he fucking gets. There is literally still serial killers. Oh, I, I mean, I'm like, I'm on TikTok now, and I have gone down the rabbit hole. <laughs> the serial killer stories on TikTok. And I'm just like, and y'all are still out here looking for prostitutes. Fuck prostitutes. 
our fucking politicians are committing crimes. <laughs> like, get them. Like, a whole ass crimes out in these fucking streets, and y'all are bothering. Matt Gates was flying uh, on the AIDS girl across state lines. Did anything come of that? No. He's still a fucking politician. Leave us alone. Nancy Pelosi does insider trading. Like, as a matter of fact, the word on the stock trading uh, streets right now is that if you want to do well in the stock market, just follow Nancy Pelosi's trades. And the only way she's able to trade, oh Lord, the only way she's able to trade that well, because she's, she's batting 10 for 10 or 100 for 100. The only way she's able to trade that well is because she knows the laws that are about to be passed before they pass them. Exactly. And then they even put her on, on stand to say, do you think politicians should be allowed to trade? Not buy stocks, to trade. And she was like, oh, it's a free market. No, bitch. <laughs> it's insider trading. Are you guys doing anything with that? I mean, there's just so much more that you guys could be focusing your attention on. So much more. You know? So much more. But you're going to try to shame an assistant coach at a basic college? Like, what? Yeah, this is college basketball. The only thing he should be shamed on is trying to negotiate a lower price. That's it. You know what, though? I actually, I wish that every time a guy is like, I don't want to screen too much work, they go and get busted. <laughs> <laughs> That'll weed out all the riffraff. No, that's just too much. Deposit? What do you mean? Okay. Go ahead and go get got then. You have fun with that. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But this was so much fun. It was nice to have you somewhat back. I am happy to uh, be back in the episode. Especially now that you don't have to worry about editing the show anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, where was this guy before? Girl, I had to go. Well, first of all, we had to get our, our money up with the subscriptions on Patreon. And then once the money was enough to where it made sense, then I went searching on uh, Fiverr. I contacted the first girl I contacted. She was like, oh, I don't do adult, you know, whatever. I'm like, it's a fucking podcast. Like, bitch, relax. We're not talking about shoving dicks in our pussies. Like, what? We're not asking you to, like, do anal porn, ma'am. No one is asking you to have your pussy walls be gone. <laughs> no, like, asking you to participate filming anal porn like we're not asking you for your anal to be penetrated okay then i contacted this guy it's always the guys that are cool i guess maybe because you know it's adult related but jay shout out to jay hey you because he's a, he's about to edit this episode thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much because you definitely have made my life a lot easier i wish i really do wish you were around when Chantel was struggling oh yeah man <laughs> but you know what we have phases in life, and I'm still happy that we started this show together. Listen, we hustled our asses off back then, okay? You know, for free, still doing it for free. <laughs> we had hate from people calling us a uh, hierarchy, elitists. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. My favorite was with the whole yacht thing. Oh, God. That actually put a bad taste in my mouth. Like, people still keep contacting me. When are you going to throw another party? I'm like, fuck you, ungrateful oh, no, bitches. Because I'm like, <laughs> we live in Florida. Like, I'm on a yacht every day, just so you know. Like, I don't need to throw a party. You know, I'm not on one every day, 
Okay, maybe not every day, but I'm on a yacht fairly often, at least several times a month. It's Florida. Like, it's not that difficult to know somebody or know somebody that knows somebody who has a boat. I know two people personally, actually three people personally with boats. I mean, there's a boat show in St. Pete next week that I'm going to. because Oh, you definitely need to go to for a freestyling. Because I just want to meet more people with boats so I can be a hoe on a boat, you know, boats and hoes. Like, it's Florida. Being on yachts in Florida is not that special. It really is not. But they were really, they were pressed. They were pressed. And you can tell the difference between people that are on yachts regularly versus the people that rented it because they're here visiting. You could tell it's a it's night and day. <laughs> people who live in the country, right? And they have a horse. Well, over here in Tampa, if you have a horse, you probably have money because we don't just live out in the open country. You have to like have them put somewhere and taken care of and all of that. In the country where you just have like lots of land. It's easy to have a horse. So I wouldn't see somebody like out in, I don't know what state, Missouri, let's say, and be like, oh my God, they have horses, they're elitist. It's like, no, they literally live in a country where there's so much land that you can have. Literally just wanted to throw a party. Farm. <laughs> <laughs> literally just wanted to throw a party. It's still, I feel like that's the best party to date because it was just a fun time. And then of course my crazy ass client. Oh my god. Was there. <laughs> Remember his head? You know he still tells people that oh that story. <laughs> Does he really? Oh my god. I'm not gonna out him on the show, but yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I wasn't because I was used to it. <laughs> I was not embarrassed, not even a little bit. But yeah, so yachts in Florida, that's pretty normal yeah i just had a client on a yacht so there you go i have friends with yachts like it's not that deep i literally just wanted to throw a party for us hoes so we can get our cardi b and, and city girls on that's literally all that inspired that that thing but now it left a bad taste in my mouth i'm like fuck y'all i'm not throwing any more parties y'all can kick rocks and i'll just party with people that i know in real life I'll party with the cool hoes. <laughs> and we can really be elitist then, because, you know, you can't sit with us. <laughs> Anyways, this was so much fun. Do you have any last words? Follow me on all of my socials. Where am I? Twitter, Instagram, Chantal underscore Etoile. I am now on TikTok. I will be having content there soon. Okay. Are you going to be doing the dances? I'll probably do the dances. I'll probably uh, be doing some yoga. Um, so I'm really, really working on some fun yoga transitions. That bloopers of learning these transitions are actually <laughs> hilarious. And I think people would get a fucking kick out of watching me fall. But, you know, hard work. It pays off eventually. You know, I'll get it. I got into TikTok a little bit over the pandemic. I, I did mostly time waster um, puns. Oh, no, I saw them. I thought they were very, very funny. They're very funny. And I, if there are any guys out there that want to join my OnlyFans, you can also join my OnlyFans. Chantal Etoile on everything. Chantal Etoile. And if you can't find it, you can always look at my Twitter link and it'll take you to all of my socials. Do you want to spell your name? Oh, yes. I forgot. People don't know how to spell my name. Remember, you're a guest now. 
I actually launched a new website a couple of weeks ago. I can't say it on here because I don't want you to get in trouble, but I launched my new website. Nice. I mean, it looks good. You, you have the uh, hot photo with you and your car. There's your gorgeous crown. Oh, that, you know, that was, there is a reason for that photo shoot that I can't talk about right now, but you guys will know soon. Yeah, she did something special for something. <laughs> we can't even say it. Can we at least give a hint? Like you? Nope, nope, not yet. Well, folks, well, go to her website because there is a picture of her and her tiny baby feet standing <laughs> next to her car. Um, underwater. I mean, aren't you like a size five? Uh, size six. Oh, ooh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You are my my other girlfriend. She's also a size six. Tiny feet, so cute. But yeah, there's a picture of her standing next to her car, overlooking the water. This is hot. This is actually a very hot shoot. I'm glad you were able to shoot this. Yeah, I'm glad that I found my new photographer at the last minute because. We know the drama with the old one. Yeah, we do. Sad, but... So, thank you, Vivian, so much for having me back. Thanks for coming on. But, you know, we got to do our last words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As always, keep it sexy. Ew. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at TSEG Podcast and on Instagram at TSEGP. Join our Patreon page for exclusive videos on dating, sugaring, and freestyling tips for both the gentlemen and ladies. Patreon.com forward slash TSEGP. Follow your host Vivian on Twitter and Instagram at Exotic Vivian. Please leave the show a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, keep it sexy and stay receptive.